our advocate, Jesus Christ. On Monday, I was particularly aware of kind of the the heaviness around me. I was talking to a lot of different people and I felt like I was hearing a lot of uh, anxiety uh, and depression and people who had been like trying these different solutions and it wasn't working. And so there was a lot of discouragement. And and I was it was I was beginning to like uh, most of the time I'm really good, but in that moment I was like I'm starting to feel some of the heaviness. Um, but then I like was reminded that Jesus like you know all this. Jesus, as much as I care for these students, that you love them even more. And that you're working through everything to lead them to something good. And so it was, it was time for, like, benediction. So I came out here, and I wish I had, like, an hour to just, like, sit down and just, like, pray and talk to the Lord. And I was like, I have about four and a half seconds. So, so I just kind of, like made a gesture of the heart of like, Lord, um, I, just, I just give you everything. Like, you, you know what I'm experiencing. You know what everybody around me is experiencing. And I just like, I give it to you. And then there was like benediction and I, I went and I was leaving and I was, I was not even outside the door of the sacristy and a student kind of ran in, and, and she said, uh, Hey, Father, I just wanted to let you know, like, this whole, like, adoration thing that we do every week, and the music, this, it really moves my soul, and, and I really just feel close to God right now. And I just wanted to say, like, thank you. And then, and then I walked a little further, and somebody else caught me, and they're like, Hey, Father Matt, um, you, know, uh, you know my family member who hasn't gone to church, like, all year? Um, they... they they went to church and it was like awesome. And they're like, they want to come back now. And I just wanted to let you know that. <laughs> and I was like, thanks, Lord. <laughs> like, he knows. Like, that's his mission. He knows exactly where I'm at, he knows exactly where we are. And he's like, it's part of my plan. Whereas I, I get caught up in. In like my my sin and my brokenness, and today, like Peter just like calls out people, and he's like, "Y'all killed Jesus," you know, and and it was God sent him to us, and you did this, but don't worry, because now Jesus invites us to turn to Him and to receive the forgiveness of all our sins, and we know that He can do that because He's conquered sin and death and suffering, that He can do that, that that's His mission. And so, yeah, we, we feel like ashamed and broken and weak, but it's okay. Because he wants to help us. That, that my sin, that, that thing that I feel becomes like a wall between me and God is actually the stuff that beckons his love for me. It like calls him. Like I sit there and I'm like, I'm terrible. And, and God's like, I recognize that you need me more than ever before, and that's why I'm right here. 
That Jesus says, I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. That those who, it's those who are sick who need a physician, not those who are well. And so there's something liberating about that. Uh, our psalm today kind of expresses this. It might be something to kind of rest with. When I call, answer me, O my just God. You who relieve me when I am in distress, have pity on me and hear my prayer. Know that the Lord does wonders for his faithful one. The Lord will hear me when I call upon him. Yes. That's what he does. That he, he in, in our second reading, 1 John, John tells us we have an advocate. Like Jesus, like he comes to help us. We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is expiation for our sins. That's what he comes for. Like, he's like, I'm here. It's like, it's like having a mechanic in the family, and then you're like, oh, I took my car into the shop, and the dude's like, bro, like, I could have done that for free. Whatever. You know, and they get, like, almost annoyed, but, like, Jesus doesn't get annoyed. You're like, I feel really stuck in my sin, and he's like, what do you think I do? <laughs> you know? Like, that's, that's who I am. That's my mission. Like, Jesus, I had a really hard week, and I just feel like I can't even talk to you. He's like, hard weeks. That's my specialty. You know? Can, can you feel that? Like, that's, that's the whole, that's the gospel message. Like, Peter is, like, overjoyed. He's standing up and proclaiming the good news. Like, this is what it's all about. It's repentance means to, to turn. It, it's saying that if, if, I'm, if I'm experiencing darkness... I'm probably turning away from the light. And, and Jesus is saying, just turn back. But I don't know what to do. He's like, there's nothing to do. Just, just, just turn. Just call on me. Call out. And know that I'm there and I want to help you. This mother this week was telling me about her child with autism. And I was like, I don't know what that's like. And she's like, just painting the picture. And I was like, that sounds really hard, you know? Um, and she's like, yeah, it's hard because you can't just like hand off your child to any babysitter. You have to know how to deal with somebody with autism. And, and she says, you know, for example, I want somebody there who has faith. At my daughter, when she goes to bed, she has a routine. She likes to say her act of contrition. And then she's like, I want to pray the chapel of divine mercy. Okay, get the beads, you know, and, you, and then we finish that, and she's like, okay, I want to pray the rosary, okay, got the beads, you know, and he's just like, that's like a half an hour, you know, like the whole thing, and, and it's like, what does that mean? Like, we look at someone with autism, and it's like, you know, I don't know that they really get it, but I think she actually gets it, that she recognizes that that which brings me comfort is the reminder that Jesus Christ is God and that he's with me. That Jesus' whole mission is to help me. And I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or what's out happening outside these walls. I don't know that. But I know who does know. And I know that my life is in his hands and there's no place better to be. And so that's who Jesus is. That he's like, I want to be 
your biggest hero, your biggest advocate. I want to be the one who heals you, who, who forgives your sins, and I just wait for you to do that. And, and so I'm highlighting it today because I, I think we have all different ideas of, of who Jesus is, um, but I don't know that it's always accurate. I, I was grabbing uh, lunch with a priest down in Phoenix on Tuesday, and, and uh, the waiter walked by, and he's like, oh, are you talking about, like, church? And I was like, you know, we do talk about other things at times, but we were talking about church. And, uh, and he says, you know, I, um, I, just, I just don't like religion because there's just been so many wars that have been fought in the name of religion and so many people killed. And uh, my buddy started to say something, and I was like, Shh. I was like, I was like, he's not listening. He's talking, so let's listen. And I was like, so... Like, how many people have been killed? He's like, well, I, I, I don't know. I was like, okay, um, you're talking about the Crusades. And yeah, there, there's, it, was, yeah it was not pretty. Um, but like, can you think of like another religious war, you know, or something? And he's like, man, I just, I got like four hours of sleep last night and I'm really tired. <laughs> he changed the subject. And then he like, and then he like went off to the kitchen and then he came back and, uh, and he just blurted out, he goes, you know, you guys think like, I just think that, you know, having sex before marriage, like, I think it's an okay thing, and I'm like not hurting anybody, it's not a big deal. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, the real story, you know, like, um, but, but, he, so here it is, like, here, I was like, bro, like, if you're looking for, if you're looking for a perfect church, you will never find it. Or if you find it, the minute you join it, it'll cease to be what it was. That the truth is that I'm Catholic, not because I'm perfect, but because that I know I'm far from it, and I know somebody who wants to help me. That I'm a sinner, but I have a Savior who can forgive my sins. And that, that our faith is not about Morality. People think religion is morality. It's like, no. It's about someone descending into my brokenness so that I don't have to sit in it alone. Somebody who wants to bring the light of hope to say that he's conquered everything that I'm going through and wants to show me the way out. That's what our faith says. And, and he's saying, like, walk this path that if you follow me, if you follow my commandments... That this is better, that there's less heartache, that there's more peace and more joy. Like, walk this way. But the world looks at it and says, oh, you have to walk a certain way. It's like, no, you can do whatever you want. But he's saying that's better. That's who Jesus is. He's, he's my guide. He's my leader. He's my, he's my advocate. He's, he has my best interests in mind. And when I know that, when I know that Jesus has my best interests in mind and all he wants to do is lead me towards a deeper happiness, that it gives me a freedom to say, I trust more in what you want for my life than what I can see for myself. Yesterday, there was a, I was with a group of students and we visited the Poor Claire sisters down in Phoenix and uh, we were sitting around having lunch and one of the sisters was kind of talking about her vocation and she goes hey you do you know you know this other sister's vocation story right and we're like 
all the students were like new. They're like, no, we don't. And she's like, well, the story is that when she was 19 years old, um, that she was talking with some people, some friends, and they're like, oh, you're Catholic. That means, so you believe that when you go to church, that like God is like really present there. Like that you guys in your communion, like you eat God. And she's like, we don't believe that. And they're like, yeah, you do, don't you? She's like, I don't think so. So she goes home and she finds her mom and she's like, mom, we don't really believe that stuff, do we? And her mom's like, yes, we do. That, that we believe that, that God loved us so much that he came to us in flesh and he didn't want us to walk this journey alone, so he gives us his flesh, his body and blood, truly present, to which we you know, get on our knees and stuff, like that God is with us because he wants to be with us and he knows we need his strength, that yes, that's exactly what we, we believe in the real presence of the Eucharist. And so this girl, she hears this, she goes upstairs, she kneels by her bed, and she turns to the Lord and she says, Jesus, you who have given all of yourself completely to me, I desire to give myself completely back to you. Like that's the fitting response. It's like if you want to lead me towards happiness, if you're going to advocate for me, then show me the way. You know, I was thinking about, I was talking to, about marriage prep with somebody uh, recently, and I was like, you know how like your your spouse can see things about you before you even do. Like this spouse was saying to me, um, my husband's going through a really hard time, but he doesn't realize it. <laughs> um, how much more so does he know everything about us? He knows what's going on with this before we even do, and he has a plan to help us and to lead us. And, and all it is it's an invitation to turn to him, to repent, to turn back to him, to seek the forgiveness of sins. Like, Lord, I know I'm broken. I know I'm weak. And, and I get really mad at myself. Like, I wish I was stronger. And Jesus says, it's okay, because I'm strong enough. And if you will let me forgive your sins, if you will just simply receive my gift of mercy, if you will let me be your advocate, that it's going to be a lot easier. And so today we rejoice with the entire church in this time of Easter that our God, Jesus Christ, whom we killed, says it's okay because I know your brokenness and I have a plan to heal it. I know your sin and I have a plan to forgive it. I know the lies you believe and I have a plan to speak the truth. That all he desires for us is our good because he is our advocate, Jesus Christ.